Minutes past 10 a.m. Thank you for choosing Fresh 107.9 FM at Bogota. Great morning to you, wherever you're listening from. Uh, this uh, Monday, the eighth day in the month of February 2021. Wale Bakar is my name. Good to know you're there uh, joining us uh, from wherever you're listening to us from. I know, quite, uh, I know that, uh, that those who are uh, you know, on the roads, uh, in their cars, where the speakers are logged on to dial 107.9. You're in your offices, your places of business, or your home. Thank you for joining us uh, this morning. It's a platform uh, this Monday, the first installment for the week. Uh, it's a very um, happy start to the Monday for some of us here. We're just having a great time. Uh, hopefully, uh, that vibe will continue uh, for the rest of the week. Um, Yemiala Day with the song Osla kickstarting things this morning. Uh, she's uh, linking up with um, French rapper of Congolese descent Yusufa Mabiki, uh, who's also on that song. I just like the vibe that comes with the song. It's just one of the songs you can uh, move your body to and um, just have a great time. And you know, uh, it's a great way to enjoy your Monday morning and um, just um, have a great time. Thank you for choosing Fresh 107.9 FM. There's a long lineup on the program this uh, morning. The platform, we keep starting things with the latest numbers uh, as far as the COVID-19 pandemic is concerned. Quite a number of talks have been had as far as the country's vaccines plans. I would uh, bring you up to speed about what the latest is, especially after that, uh, after speculations about Nigeria, the WHO, vaccines and all of that i uh, would um, offer some clarifications as far as that is concerned uh, this morning on the program uh, the strike action embarked upon the strike <laughs> rather embarked upon by sanu nasu um is uh, continues this morning uh, they are expected to meet with representatives of the federal government later this week thursday uh, just to remind ourselves of uh, what led to that and um, originally, uh, last week, the Joint Health Sector Union uh, did um, talk about the possibility of downing tools as, um, as part of uh, they were bothered about the what they called unfair hearing at um, last Monday's um, sitting uh, with the special uh, the uh, Senate Committee on Health uh, where they were taking a look at some bills uh, regarding the health sector and um, they raised some questions as regards some of those bills uh, that were being looked into and um, they say that if they agree if there are uh, questions or if the questions that they raised are not looked into they might be down in tools uh, the there were plans this morning to get to speak with the US official I don't know whether that will happen uh, it turned out that uh, they have a crucial sit down uh, this morning to have discussions about this um, particular issue well we'll see whether that will be possible this morning uh, especially with the pandemic and uh, a lot of things going on, uh, uh, disruptions in the health sector are really 
uh, not things that anyone wants at the moment. Well, uh, hopefully we'll get some uh, yeah, some uh, uh, some thoughts as far as that is concerned from the appropriate officials as well. Welcome to the platform this Monday. Wally Bakar is my name. Good to have you join us this morning. Thank you for staying with us. The platform on Fresh 107.9 FM, Abelkota, this Monday, the 8th of February, 2021. Uh, Wally Bakar is my name. Thank you for joining us. I did say we'll start with the latest COVID-19 numbers reported by the Nigeria Center for Disease Control. Uh, yesterday saw uh, relatively um, you know, low number of cases reported by the NCDC, 506 uh, that's the number of new cases reported by the Nigeria Center for Disease Control. Uh, incidentally, Ondo State had the highest number of cases yesterday with 90, Quarad 89, Rivers at 53, Bono at 45, Gombe at 32, the FCT at 28, Imo at 26, Ogun 25, Lagos 22, Kaduna and Kano 14 each, Edo 13, Oshun 11, Cross River 10, Yobe 9, Ekiti 7, Kebi 6, Nasarawa as well with 6, there's Oyo with 5, and then Jigawa with 1 new case. Um, the total number of infections so far in the country, just getting close to the 140,000 mark, is now 139,748. Um, well, the number of people who are recovering continue to uh, continues to rise as well 113,525 that's the number of people uh, that have recovered from the virus so far in the country but the number of casualties the number of fatalities uh, also on the rise 20 more people lost their lives uh, in the last 24 hours uh, that's 1,667 uh, that's the total number of deaths in the country due to COVID at the moment uh, it was 1,647 uh, before uh, 20 more reported yesterday by the Nigeria Center for Disease Control. Uh, well, uh, the last couple of days I've seen numbers reported in the region of 1,065, 1,004. In fact, last time we had 1,009 or 800 cases reported. Uh, but uh, with the 506 reported yesterday, is the lowest in recent time. And uh, the hope is that um, that will continue to be the situation. Well, we'll have to wait for the daily figures for the next coming days to know whether uh, the reduced number by yesterday is because uh, we are turning the tide as far as uh, the COVID-19 war is concerned or it was just uh, an anomaly compared to what has been happening the last couple of days. But we'll have to wait and see 
uh, what the situation is. Uh, the NCDC website, COVID-19 dedicated website, covid19.ncdc.gov.ng has all the information you need as far as uh, the response to the COVID-19 pandemic is concerned, the latest numbers, uh, what states are having the highest numbers, highest number of active cases, what states have recorded the highest number of deaths, uh, what's uh, Nigeria's testing situation at the moment, how many samples have we tested, all those questions uh, you'll get answers to on the uh, dedicated website uh, for COVID-19 by the NCDC is covid19.ncdc.gov.ng uh, Trust us to always uh, bring you up to speed as far as the latest as regards COVID is concerned and of course um, uh, social media platforms uh, various social media platforms Twitter, Facebook especially with all the information you need on a daily basis as well. The weekend saw a lot of discussions as regards uh, what the vaccine situation uh, in Nigeria is uh, concerned. I remember that there were fears after reports on uh, late Friday, early Saturday suggested that Nigeria uh, might have been disqualified from some vaccine drive, uh, the COVAX vaccine and all. But uh, clarifications have been offered by the uh who nigeria rep and uh, the executive director of the uh, primary health care development agency uh dr faisal shuaib uh they offered clarifications over the weekend as to what the uh, real situation uh is uh, or what the true picture is uh, let's uh, very quickly take a listen uh, well for those of you who do not know uh, on um, late friday early saturday there were reports that the who had disqualified nigeria uh, from the um, plans to distribute uh, the uh, the plans to distribute vaccines uh, at the moment, uh, saying that report said that uh, the WHO uh, raised some questions about Nigeria's readiness for storage and all of that. But uh, incidentally, what that rep- what uh, was actually said on uh, on Friday at a virtual conference that was attended by the uh, WHO Africa Director, uh, Dr. Moshisiso Moeti. Uh, who said at that time that uh, four countries, four African countries had been allocated uh, some doses of vaccine. Uh, Nigeria was in power of it. Uh, Cape Verde, Tunisia, South Africa, and um, I can't remember, I think, Quetero, Guinea. But, uh, but what, the doc, what the doc said was those countries have been allocated uh, those uh, doses. 13 countries applied originally. Certain things were looked at. Of course, uh, the issue of storage was also looked at, saying uh, that they made sure that the countries they looked at a couple of factors uh, to decide which countries got them and it just um uh, so kick-started a lot of discussions or a lot of speculations about nigeria's readiness to store the vaccines and all of that uh talking about the pfizer biotech vaccine anyway because uh there are a lot of other vaccines there's the Astra, uh, astrazeneca oxford vaccine which nigeria might be getting very soon although uh, there's the other report about the astrazeneca vaccine which says that uh, that might that it might not be efficient for that south african variant of the covid 19 but let's take a listen to the who country rep and uh, the ed of the nphcda uh, uh talking over the weekend as regards those speculations about nigeria's uh, vaccine situation who has not disqualified any country 
in Africa from accessing COVID-19 vaccines through the COVAX facility, but rather is supporting all countries to access vaccine as quickly as possible. On the Africa continent, as of 18 of January deadline, COVAX receives 13 submissions and the multi-agency committee evaluated the proposal of which nine were recommended as ready to deploy the Pfizer vaccine, including Nigeria. There were 18 that were recommended. They included Nigeria. Unfortunately, it was not feasible to provide each of these 51 countries with further doses due to a number of factors, including the limited capacity to handle many countries at once. It was a supply issue, first of all. There were a number of factors that were considered, considered in allocating the small quantity of about 320,000 doses of Pfizer vaccine to COVAX countries in Africa. This includes the mortality rate from COVID-19, the number of new cases, the trend in the number of cases, the population of the countries, and the availability of appropriate culture and equipment. It is clear that countries such as South Africa, which received the Pfizer allocation, have the new strain of the COVID-19 virus. It has the highest mortality rates and is struggling to contain COVID-19 transmission. Still, platform on Fresh 107.9 FM, I thank you for staying with us uh, this morning. Uh, that was the WHO rep uh, in the country and the ED of the Primary Healthcare Development Agency speaking over the weekend as regards these speculations that came about as far as Nigeria's ability to receive and store and distribute uh, the COVID-19 vaccines is concerned. Well, uh, again, the uh, ED of the Primary Health Development Agency assured Nigerians the government is making efforts to bring vaccines in as soon as possible. Because um, uh, target uh, focusing on the health workers and the most vulnerable. First of, uh, the uh, he reiterated that the plan remains that by the end of the year 2020, the country is looking at. Uh, looking, hoping to have vac- inoculated about 40% of the population and um, by the end of 2022 uh, we'll be talking about 60% uh, at least uh, those uh, plans have also been echoed over time by the uh, Minister of Health, the Minister of State for Health, uh, the DGNCDC and the Chairman of the Nigeria Governors Forum Dr. Kadi Fahimi was speaking uh, sometime last week as well at uh, an event that was held in London virtually of course uh, talking about the plans uh, by government at all levels to ensure that by 2021 we might be talking about herd immunity uh, but the by 2022 rather but the, the plan for the year 2021 is to ensure that about 40% of the uh, country's population is inoculated uh, in the meantime there is a need for you and I to continue to obey these guidelines, the non-pharmaceutical measures uh, that have been that you know we've continued to talk about. And uh, if there's one thing we can all agree is that uh, that that's what that's the only thing we have at the moment. We don't have vaccines here at the moment, 
except for you know the uh, very big ones amongst us who have um, gone out of the country to buy some other places to get vaccines <laughs> you know, a lot has been made about that but for you it is important to obey these guidelines wear your face masks in public avoid crowded places protect yourselves protect your loved ones and um, just do all that is needed uh, to ensure that we beat this virus and uh, can get back to our normal lives the continued increase in the number of cases uh, continues to uh, threaten uh, the existence of normal activities remember there was a time we were talking about another possible lockdown if the cases did not go down and you know that just tells you how um how grave the consequences can be if we do not get these cases or these numbers to begin uh, to go down. So please obey these guidelines and hopefully uh, we'll all be fine. I was saying earlier this morning, and I hope that um, this is something that we can remedy as a society. Uh, earlier this morning, uh, making the, uh, the trip to the office this morning on the on that Idiaba axis where you have so many schools. Uh, there's Abelkota Grammar School, there's um, Lisha B Grammar School, uh, Baptist Girls, yes, that's another school. You know, a lot of students uh, I saw coming in uh, to the schools, some of them walking, you know, from Yanomotari to the schools, uh, many of them not with face masks. Many of them, uh, at least not putting them on. I don't know whether they had them in their bags or in their pockets, but many of them not with face masks. And it just tells us that there is a chance that uh, the education that these kids have as regards the importance of wearing their face masks is not enough or their parents are not doing enough as far as providing face masks for them. Uh, or, well, maybe the kids of some of those parents that you know, I have questions as regards to COVID-19, questions that continue to baffle a lot of people, though. But uh, oh, it, it, is, it just goes to show that there's a lot of work that needs to be done. I remember that uh, part of the, while the agitation for the reopening of schools was being made, uh, it was pointed out that we need to have the schools reopened. We don't want to waste students' time, but we can only do that if we're sure we'll be obeying all the guidelines, if we're sure we'll be doing everything to keep the kids safe and uh, keep ourselves safe, uh, in, in, incidentally, because I've said this over and over, that uh, we've seen a lot, we've seen what the scientists have said about this virus. Yes, you can find a situation where a kid picks it up. Yes, the kid might be strong uh, immunity-wise to fight it. But what happens when the kid infects the parents, the grandparents who they live with, the uncles, the aunts, their guardians who they live with, who are elderly and might not have as strong immunity as the kid. So that, that, that's the ultimate um, trouble there. So uh, please, parents, guardians, teachers, generally society, uh, let's uh, work on this and try to remedy this situation as far as the students are concerned. It is important that they wear their face masks. It is important that they understand the reason they're wearing it. They understand the reason they're having to maintain physical distance and understand the grave danger, the grave consequences therein uh, if they do not uh, obey these guidelines.
Many thanks for staying with us. Platform on Fresh 107.9 FM, Abelkota. Remember, you get to be a part of the conversation at, via Twitter at FreshFM, Abelkota. Drop your contributions as far as uh, a number of issues that um, we might be raising on the program this uh, morning. Uh, I did say that um, uh, we there were the, the orig- there were plans this morning to uh, get to uh, have an official of the Joint Health Sector Unions, JOSU, on the program. Uh, especially uh, following the threat by Joesu sometime last week, uh, raising some questions about um, some uh, health bills that have been looked into at the House, uh, at the National Assembly. Uh, there was a Senate hearing, a Senate committee on health hearing last Monday uh, that had uh, Joesu members say that uh, some of the bills were... Uh, some of the bills were not so favorable or some of the uh, the composition of the bill were not so favorable and um, they had issues with particular uh, parts of the bills and um, they said they had threatened uh, that if uh, those um, gray areas were not looked into, if their questions were not looked into, they might be down in tools. We're hoping to get clarifications as far as that is concerned uh, this morning, but it appears uh, that might not be the case but uh you never can tell uh apparently might not be it would not be the case physically hopefully we can i get to talk to the judge official about the phone lines this morning but if that will not be we'll definitely uh, stay on that issue and get uh, what the uh, true picture really is as far as that um, particular issue is concerned twitter at fresh fm abelkuta uh, we're live on facebook uh, do join us uh, drop your contributions and we'll be glad to hear from you as well as far as uh, a lot of decisions are concerned but uh, speaking of um we were, the this uh, the speaking of um strikes uh the um non-academic staff union that's NAS and the senior staff association of nigeria universities they're on strike at the moment their strike started on friday although uh, the uh, Minister of uh, uh, Labour and Employment, Dr. Chris Ngege, had said uh, that um, that strike was um, going to be legal. Uh, he said that they had read agreements and that it was uh, the union leaders or the union members uh, that said they would uh, they would uh, need time to get the message from the last meeting to their members and then um, get a feedback and get a date for another meeting. So he was saying that if they decided to go on strike in that period, it would be legal. Well, let, let's listen to Dr. Ngege first off uh, before we head on this morning. After conferring with my president, we are telling the unions not to carry out the action because uh, that action will run counter to ILO statutes on social dialogue and the principles at work. Because uh, the employers have listened, they have brought them to the table. So for Sanu and uh, Nasu, we are imploring them not to carry out their threat, more so when the meeting adjourned at their own instance. And uh, I have received a letter from them giving us a new date for the continuation of the dialogue. They proposed a date of Thursday, 11th of uh, February. And my office has communicated them back that we'll be ready for them at that time because they needed, as, as they claim, they needed time to consult with their constituency and come back on the fresh uh, issues that have uh, cropped up from the discussion.
that was the position of the uh, Minister of Labour and Employment um, as far as the Sanu Nasu strike is concerned. That was on Friday. Uh, but uh, the Sanu National Vice President uh, was on um, Nigeria Watch, another of our program on Saturday. And, um, you know, he spoke about these uh, issues again, the earned allowance, the um, irregularities with the IPPIS or IPs, uh, the uh, non-implementation of minimum wage, uh, the poor state of um, universities, poor funding of state universities particularly, and the refusal of federal government set up visitation panel uh, to the universities. Uh, all of these things, uh, some of these things as agreed in, the, um, in various uh, memoranda of understanding, uh, memoranda, uh, memoranda of understanding with the uh, federal government. So, uh, he, he, according to him, um, if government had been responsive and responsible uh, to the plight of workers, uh, this um, strike action could have been avoided uh, at the onset. Those were his words uh, while he was uh, speaking to us on Saturday uh, on Nigeria Watch. Uh, that's talking about the National Vice President of uh, the Senior Staff Association of Nigeria Universities, Kermit Abdul Sabur Abdul Salam. The issues are avoidable. That is a reality. If we had a proactive government, if we had a government that um, was responsive, if we had a government that is responsible and understands the dynamics of industrial relations and also understands the need to have our educational systems running, then this strike embarked upon and indeed, any strikes embarked upon by any industrial union in Nigeria, I'm not talking of Sanwe alone, but whether it is NUT, whether it is ASU, whether it is NAT, whether it is ASUP, mm. whether it is SUKWEN, whether it is SANIP, whatever unions it is, if we had a responsible government, if we had a responsive government, if we had a government which places the interests of workers and the interest of students at heart will not have a problem with the educational system and having strikes in that sector. was the Sanu vice president as uh, national vice president speaking on Saturday uh, you know um, as always uh, well because uh, expectedly uh, putting the blame on the t- uh, the doorstep of the government saying uh, they could have avoided the strike if they had been responsive uh, to the plight of workers according to the information that was received uh, over the weekend uh, there's expect uh, there's a meeting expected to happen this Thursday uh, between uh, both parties. Hopefully, there will be resolutions to the issues at hand. Uh, very critical, uh, very key part of the issues is the talks about the end allowances, and uh, we know what the situation with the end allowances uh, is. The federal government, according to Sanu and Nasu, had at a meeting last October um, read an agreement to 
pay 30 billion naira of uh, the old end allowances. Now, when we say old end allowances, uh, the information at our disposal uh, from the unions is it that uh, the federal government owes um, the non-teaching staff uh, unions as the Senior Staff Association of Nigerian Universities and the Non-Academic Union of Universities and Associated Institutions, that's NASU, and then the National Association of Academic Technologists, that's NAT, uh, that um, they are being owed about 150 billion naira in earned allowances. Uh, according to those reports, the last time government paid uh, was in 2011. So government hasn't paid since 2011. They say that uh, NAT members uh, were owed 71 billion since 2011, while Sanu and NASU members have been owed 81 billion also since 2011. So uh, the federal government had had a meeting with um, Sanu and NASU in October, agreed to pay 30 billion naira of that 81 billion that was being owed to those unions. Uh, remember that at that time, ASU was on strike. That's the academic staff union of universities. They, uh, during separate discussions with government, agreed uh, also that they will be taking 30 billion naira uh, of, uh, if, of 40 billion naira that was agreed to be released by the federal government, meaning that 10 billion naira uh, will be going to the other unions. And, you know, these other unions are saying, well, uh, we don't care what you agree with um, ASU, give them their 30 billion. But you had also told us you'd be giving us 30 billion in October, and that is what we want. And uh, that's uh, summarily the bone of contention as far as the end allowances are concerned. Uh, that's uh, as a part of the explanations for the strike ongoing by Sanu and NASU. And NAT, by the way, that's the Association of Technologists, uh, they say that. Um, uh, they will not be embarking on strike. Uh, they say that uh, they will continue engagements with government, saying that engagements have been happening, uh, you know, at the moment, and uh, they will continue engagements with government, and uh, hopefully something will come out of it. Uh, well, the immediate, um, uh, the immediate answers will most likely come out of the Thursday meeting uh, between Sanu and NASU leadership, the Joint Action Committee of those unions and the federal government team.
Thank you for staying with us. Platform on Fresh 107.9 FM at Belkata. Uh, I was uh, hoping that I, d- I did promise, I did say that uh, we were going to get some updates as regards the uh, Joyce uh, situation is concerned, but it appears that will not be the case uh, this uh, morning. But um, we'll definitely stay on that matter and find out what the uh, update is because, uh, because uh, once the uh, report got out that Joesu uh, were threatening to down tools uh, based on uh, some of those uh, questions that they raised uh, over the uh, the uh, the health bills. Uh, yeah, the uh, a lot of people began to worry about what it could mean for the health sector, especially considering uh, the COVID nineteen pandemic uh, very much with us at the moment. Uh, the Joint Health Sector Union. Uh, that's uh, Joe Su and um, its uh, affiliate members talking about the Senior Staff Association of uh, Nigerian University Teaching Hospitals and, um, you know, another union. Uh, they raised um, questions over uh, the amendment to five health bills and um, they, they raised those questions at the uh, Senate hearing last Monday. Uh, they threatened that if uh, those uh, uh, their objections to those bills were not looked into, uh, that uh, they uh, will be da- they might be downing tools uh, if uh, that is not done. Uh, interestingly, uh, the Nigeria Medical Association, that's the NMA, uh, through the um, uh, they've appealed to members of the Joint Health Sector Unions Dress to embrace dialogue on the planned amendment of five health bills. Now, the president of the NMA, Professor Inosan Uja, uh, made the appeal at a news conference in Abuja over the weekend. Or that's on Sunday, precisely. Uh, he, in his words, says, NMA wishes to invite USU members to join forces with medical and dental practitioners to improve the health circumstances of our people rather than threatening to go on strike for the wrong reasons at any slightest excuse. I wish to appeal to government and good-spirited individuals to advise members of USU uh, and their courts on the issue. They should stop expressing their frustrations towards a very intelligent group and members of the noble profession of um, uh, human medicine. Uh, the NMA uh, uh, president uh, be- says uh, that, he, according to him, it says the NMA believes that the Medical and Dental Council of Nigeria repeal and reenactment bill is intended to further strengthen the Medical and Dental Council of Nigeria. He noted that the amendment would regulate the medical and dental professions, would protect the public by ensuring that registered medical practitioners and dental surgeons were competent to practice safe, ethical, and responsible uh, medicine. Um, he said that uh, they fully support the bill and call on members of the professions allied to medicine and dentistry and members of the public to support the bill for the advancement of quality healthcare delivery uh, in Nigeria. Uh, he suggested uh, that uh, what is going on is just another of Joesu's, what he called Joesu's penchant for blackmailing Nigerian doctors and government at the uh, slightest opportunity. Uh, well, uh, that's uh, what the NMA are saying. Uh, remember, just like I said, the Medical and Dental Council of Nigeria Appeal and Reenactment Bill and four other bills uh, were, you know, were presented to stakeholders uh, by the Senate Committee on Health at a public hearing on February 1st. However, members of Joesu are opposed to the amendment. Uh, they say that some part, I remember I was listening to Bebelamoye uh, uh, Josiah, who is the uh, Joesu uh, president, saying that um, some of the 
the some of the sections or some of the content of the bill is in contradiction to uh, you know some other existing uh, uh, you know things that guide the uh, practice of medicine and um, health practice generally and um, they raised some objections as far as that bill is concerned but uh, hopefully uh, it, it, these are things that will be looked into and we will not be uh, facing any other strike as far as the health sector is uh, concerned uh, that that's 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 the hope of uh, a lot of nigerians quite unfortunate uh would not be getting the uh, US official to talk to us uh, this morning because uh, there, there are a lot of questions uh, that, uh, that you know are begging for answers uh, uh, questions such as what exactly are these um, objections to the bill what exactly uh, is the situation can there be compromises made um, you know and just to understand what the uh, true situation or the true picture uh, really is the uh, Senate committee, they acknowledged some of these things raised by Jersey uh, members. The big question is, uh, do they plan to do anything about them or do they uh, plan to just go ahead with uh, what the content of the bills uh, is at the moment? Uh, that is something that we're not entirely sure about and we've not gotten any information from the Senate committee on health as regards that at the moment. Staying with us, platform on Fresh 107.9 FM Abelkota. Uh, this uh, morning, uh, Monday, the 8th of February 2021. Uh, the just to uh, give you, uh, just to allow you further uh, understand the situation uh, with the Joesu NMA or Medical and uh, Dental Council bill is concerned. Uh, the uh, Health Workers the Union, that's the Joint Health Sector Unions, uh, they asked the National Assembly to step down that MDCN uh, bill to avoid a fresh crisis in the nation's health sector. Uh, they say that um, that document was retrogressive and not in the interest of the nation. And in fact, they alleged that the main objective of the MDCN bill was to expand the discriminatory and oppressive tendencies 
of the Medical and Dental Council of Nigeria over other health workers in the country and it should be stopped. They noted that Section 4, Subsection 9 of the proposed MDCN bill aims to bring the Medical Laboratory Science Council of Nigeria under the control of Medical and Dental Council of Nigeria, declaring it as direct conflict with Section 4B and Section 29 of the MLSCN Act, Cap 525-11004, insisting that it was an attempt to bring medical laboratory scientists under its control. The National Chairman of Joesu, uh, Biobel Amoya Josiah, argued that National Assembly should not encourage the destabilization of existing independently regulated practices by supporting uh, illegality. That's the bulk of their, the objection of the health workers to that uh, bill. Um, Interestingly, well, I, I'm sure we will attempt to get the thoughts of uh, the uh, uh, to the Jesuit here in Ogun State, and uh, we, we were hoping to do that this morning, and, and also get the thoughts of the um, the chairperson of the uh, Medical Laboratory Science Council, uh, Medical Laboratory Scientists Association of Ogun State, uh, the former chairman, uh, has appeared here a number of times on this dial, but. I think he, he handed over power, but we'll definitely get thoughts as regards that as well. Uh, from from that end as well, uh, we're hoping that all this kind, all those could be done this morning, uh, because uh, I've I've received a number of uh, messages, uh, for, you know, uh, chronicling what the situation is, uh, what uh, exactly is going on, and it is it, is bothersome. Is uh, why we continue to have this. I will continue to have talks about this um, um, alleged discrimination or oppression uh, by one group against the other in the in Nigerian hospitals, or by or you know talks about how one group just appears to be dominant over the other others rather uh, in Nigerian hospitals. It's somewhat similar to what you hear in the university system where. Uh, the picture that is painted uh, appears like the, in fact, not even appears, the picture painted is that the academic staff members lord themselves over the non-academic staff members and it, it just goes on. And these are things that, uh, whether we like you or not, uh, yes, we could say they've, they're age-long issues, but they're, they're inimical to the growth and development of these sectors. Uh, talking about education and health now. Uh, this continued um, wranglings and conflicts between the the uh, doctors and the other health workers for some reason. Uh, sometimes from the outside you wonder how it is they work in the same environment because they work in the same environment and it's interesting that there's this um, there's this uh, enmity, enmity in some well if, if, if that's a word to use uh, trying to use it with all uh, trying to be careful with the uh, to, to choose the right word, but it just appears that there is that level, there is that feeling by some group in the hospitals that this other group is uh, oppressing them and they just want to have everything for themselves and they're not treated fairly. And it's, it's interesting that this is something we've not taken care of over the years and it continues to be a major discussion. And we're back to that point now where the joint health sector unions are saying uh, the bill you are looking at, telling the National Assembly that bill uh, is just going to further 
uh, expand the oppressive situation in the hospitals and, and uh, gear, increase the powers of the medical doctors or the you know doctors and dentists because the med- uh, MTCN uh, saying that you know and they, they will not accept it and this this is this is not entirely new this is something that we've had before and you just wonder why we continue to have this over and over uh, unabated and um, on and we've not made attempts or our attempts to solve these issues are just appear not to be yielding results but uh, unfortunately like i said uh, those uh, answers we might not be getting them uh, this morning but you know trust us uh, to uh, revisit this matter and uh, we'll definitely get answers for you as far as this particular issue is concerned uh before then uh feel free to drop your contributions at fresh fm uh maybe not now but at least definitely we will yeah, they will form the basis of a number of discussions that we will have at another time on this particular issue uh hopefully we'll get in touch with the US leadership and uh, probably the uh, MLSC and leadership as well and find out what exactly is going on. Um, maybe Wednesday platform. Uh, that might be what we get our attention. You never can tell, but uh, we'll see how that goes. Uh, you can as well drop your contributions uh, on Facebook or of course do message me at one Wale Bakari. I'll be glad to hear from you uh, whatever the situation is and um, we'll definitely get these answers that we crave as far as this uh, situation with uh, L sector uh, is uh, concerned. But the hope really is that uh, these issues can be resolved as quickly as possible or efforts can be put in place as quickly as possible uh, so that we do not have any situation where we might have activities affected or paralyzed or totally shut down uh, because health, uh, health workers in the country decide to go on strike. Hopefully that will not be the case. And uh, hopefully really uh, the meeting this week on Thursday with the Senior Staff Association of Nigeria Universities and the Non-Academic Staff Union NASU uh, will yield some results and... Um, you know, uh, we'll have full activities return to schools, although we hear that some tertiary institutions have already started online classes and all, but you know, these activities will be affected by uh, a strike by uh, this um, non-teaching union. So hopefully the meeting this week also yield results. Uh, well, just like uh, we continue to, it appears like uh, this week will also be a crucial one as well uh, for so many issues. Uh, to be discussed. We'll, we'll leave it there this morning uh, on the program, the platform on Fresh 107.9 FM Abelkta. I remember your comments, questions, contributions at Fresh FM Abelkta on Twitter at One Wale Bakari. I'll be glad to hear from you. Many thanks for being a part of the program. It returns Wednesday, God willing, at 10 o'clock. Enjoy your Monday. Stay safe, please. Wear your face masks in public. Avoid crowded places. Like I said earlier, uh, let's um, try to remedy the situation with the students, please. Uh, the secondary school students, primary school students. Uh, let's ensure that our kids have their face masks on whenever they leave the home. Um, let them have it with them. Let them understand the reason and the importance of having this face mask on. And hopefully we'll all be fine. Enjoy your Monday. Good morning. The Rock City of Nigeria. Rock City of Nigeria. This is Fresh 107.9. Oh, she's a 
security loba lady o ti pe to ti o sun yo baba aba ese ko si bo se u ko se lele emi ni gbagbo po wo ma de iwo ko ma wa lamboki to ba ya won ni lo wa lowo se bi won bu wa tori patoro awa gan de si ma ji ma bola o meru de si ma pada joba isho de le do lu wa lowo agan de si ma pada pomo mo fe ko lo fo kon ba le sugo oh yeah you need to dance just let it go Come make a shock up, even in a one shot You know life is too short, make it just a thing God, we still alive, let's feel the flow yeah. Make we cut our blessings, minus the worries now Na 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 If I'm on to Shisha, we're gonna see Koi Make we chop the life today Make we turn up till tomorrow We are shaking to the left, oh FM, your feel good radio. On to Kediri, Kediri, Omilotiti. Fresh one no seven point nine FM la Beoluma. One boloke lala, egg balawa, ilwa Beoluma. Nero and Wasiko bayi. Abodo mara arawa leti wipe. Imoto to bori arumole. Boyeti shame bori oruni. Pami mo ra kin pa e tu mi se ta kin fi e sile loruko aisan agbara lowo ilediwa a o ni shaisan nkan o ni se wa o ati awa ati lewa doctor bye bye to malaria lutun desi yin lorun e ti mo mi bi eni mowo ise lb pharma ni mo ma nje amatem soft gel ni mo ma ngbe wa e se hun ti en gbo wa Malaria. If body not well after three days, see a doctor. Mo wani ile shekola no. 
lati lo se ohun kan nibe bi mo se wole ni mo taju kan ri ogbe ni tunde okan lara won osise nibe se ri mr tunde akin kan ju ni won won feran ise won won de kin roju rara gbogbo igba tin ba de ile ise yi ni ogbe ni tunde ma nja fafa sugbon ni ojo ta nso yi ojo kan ni won joko si koda won gbe orile table ni bi mo se sumo won ni mo ri wipe ara won gbon won de ngbona mo mi npe won run temperature kilo shele won ni ayewo ti awon se laaro ni lewo san o so wipe awon ni malaria nigbati ko de ti le pupo ni won se kokko wa si bi ise mo ni why now she e mo wipe ilera loro ni next time e kokko ma toju ara yin ni o eni to ba wa laye 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 nranti she de ti mo mi mo ko fun won ni amaten soft gel to wa lapo mi ni soft gel Mr. Tundeni, auntie, e she unwo, mo ti fè e gwara mi tele. Kani mo lò kwe di e kinto lò amatem soft gel. Ma kan dignora mous ni. Mo reri mo she, mo ni, el fi yoko koni, trouble maker, ala kuba, eh, onti aman kwe ni ke ni to bagba maliri ala ye ni ye ou. E magba bewi kwe, 